0: All right, Mitch and his dad, episode, uh, oh, I don't know, 34? 35! 35. <laughs> 35 are we on? I didn't yeah, up, I, think I, I didn't put up last week's. No, 34. We're supposed to be on 34, technically. I didn't put up 33 yet, because it was so much, because of all the cuts, I sat there for like an hour trying to fit it all together and, and try to make sense of everything. So yeah. uh, i still working on that one, so people will probably get two episodes at once. So no, this isn't no, 34? This is thirty four. I'm just thinking. Yeah, yeah they're, okay. They're gonna kind of get both of them probably today.
1: So. You know, you know, I'm wondering about one thing. When I when I plug in my two things for the mic and the earphones, the little chart comes up and it says analog. Yeah. Is that right?
0: Yeah, that's an analog okay. connection. Yeah.
1: All right, I didn't know what kind of connection it was.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, analog is your uh uh boy. Uh cassette tapes, uh, vinyl records, um plugging a pair of headphones in. Yeah, it's got a,
1: it's got the sound of oldness, analog. It sounds
0: Yeah, sound- yeah. Analog is kind of before... You know, digital is the other one. There's analog and digital.
1: Digital, and, uh, is digital yeah. would
0: be like, um, if you had a USB headset, it would be all digital. Like, I have a USB microphone, but I have you
1: know, Maybe the fact analog. that we're using two different kinds of things, nope. no, makes no difference. Nope. All right, now, speaking of birthdays, <laughs> you know what would be a really cool thing for you to do?
0: Oh, is to
1: acknowledge Kelly's birthday.
0: Okay, when's that?
1: The 31st
0: of this month.
1: Yeah, I think that would be uh
0: Sunday. All right. Let's see here. I'll put it on my birthdays calendar.
1: I should give you everybody's birthday because I think I'm trying to get the I'm trying to get all the grandkids and the kids in the same ball game here.
0: All right, let's see. Niece, Kelly, birthday. Niece? Yeah, she's my niece. Kelly's your niece? Yeah. Tom, Tommy's daughter? Yeah. Yeah, she's my niece. Half yeah, niece. And but-
1: I, don't, I don't know all those things. I, see, I don't have nieces and nephews because I'm an only child.
0: Oh, so well, there you go. You know. Yeah.
1: But, uh, <clears throat> so I don't know about all that stuff. But anyway, yeah, she's the 31st. And uh, I won't even tell you how old she is because you'll to mention it to her. <laughs> I see.
0: All right. I think,
1: I think, I think.
0: Well, hold on. Wait. Before you say it, I'm going to see if I can guess it. Cause, okay, uh, go ahead. Let's see. Because the last Gall- time...
1: This was Tommy and Carol's first child
0: Yeah Uh, Okay, so the first time I saw her I was probably (sighs) About 12 Let's see So she'd be probably coming up on 24, 25
1: 28
0: Oh my god
1: (laughs) That's a big number right there
0: Yeah, you ain't kidding around
1: That's a big number
0: Wow, wow
1: Anyway, yeah. uh, that would be a cool thing cuz it would be a total shock and surprise to her, you know.
0: Well, all right, you'll have to after the show or something uh some point in the week just uh, send me her message her number. See, that's well, where no. text messages are convenient. Are you going to call her on a phone? What, what were you thinking? what going to email her or not? I don't have, I don't have any I don't have no route of communication to her.
1: Don't you have a the, the, the Facebook or this thing?
0: No. I don't add family on Facebook.
1: All right, I could. Uh,
0: I mean, I added Meredith on there, but that's just because um, uh, she's not going to be offended by anything I say. But I don't add any of the other family. Like none of the other families on my Facebook. They've all tried to add me, and I always hit decline. Just, what if you just send her an email? All right, well, I'll still need that. Yeah, I know, but you want it now? Or you want me to send it to you? Well, no, just send it to me, I don't need it on the air. Oh, okay. I don't need everybody emailing my niece. Yeah, that's true.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. well, if I remember, I'll. Uh... So I, I had me, a. Uh, had let a... me make a note here where I can All remember. So right. here. Go ahead. Okay. All right. Go ahead. What we got?
0: Let's see. I, well, I got two things really. The All one, right. The one is I think you probably noticed that that I I'm not I have not gone mohawk.
1: Yes, I'm. I'm trying not to mention it because I don't want to remind you that you should or
0: something. <laughs> no, I. I, I literally. Um, uh, yeah, I, I. I didn't. I didn't go. I just. It literally was like one of those things where I was like, I'll just do it this weekend, and then. Uh, and then uh, the weekend came around, and I was like, you know what? I, I spent a few months growing this out, and I should probably just go. F- to, uh, there's a barbershop down the street called Floyd's, which is like kind of a punk style barbershop. Like they, they do alternative kind of weird stuff. I'm gonna spike your hair up. I don't know what I'm gonna do. I'm just saying, like. They're gonna spike it up. Whatever. Anyway, so you know, I'm thinking. You know, Steve Carell, What? How
1: do you say his last name?
0: Yeah, that's Carell. Yeah. Carell? Yeah, yeah. You, now you see, that's the way you should look, is like he looks. Okay, anyway. So. um... <laughs> Thinking like thinking real like good. I can cut I can cut my hair like I can cut it down a little bit yeah. because as it grows out it will it won't be noticeable and I won't lose anything. You know, as long as the majority of it like on top is long, I'm I'm okay. So I yeah. kind of want to just go in there and say, "Hey, what what do you think you could do with this?" You know, what let's 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 get up to date. Let's give me something, you know, that doesn't make me look so lame that I do right now. So I just decided I'll do that. So I have an appointment there tomorrow.
1: So, I like doing your hair looks right this minute.
0: Yeah, I hate it. So um, that's what I'm going to do. And uh, <laughs> hey, this way, this that's way. in the anyway. alternative, that's good. Yeah, yeah. Well, believe me, everybody else is yelling at me to go back to the Mohawk.
1: Well, that's uh, what I'm saying. They, they want you to become part of the whole misery thing
0: yeah well, they're not I mean, it's not like they all have mohawks or anything. It's just oh, no, like, I know I that's what I'm saying. They liked the way it looked and it, and it's a good look for me. I like the way I looked at it. I mean, oh, it's
1: it, terrible you know
0: I just i honestly I would if, if the two hairstyles well, it's been three hairstyles I really liked that I had, and that would be the mohawk, my long hair, and uh when I had long hair that was like in these tiny little dreadlocks and each oh. Every other one was dyed at, uh, either black, oh, black right, or red. I think, I oh, don't was wanna... so you saw me with it. You saw me at Merritt's wedding. It's a horrible oh, thing. that was the greatest hair I've ever had. But unfortunately, I like, that was seriously like, that was like the perfect. I loved my hair then, but I, I had to get a, I had to get a job when I moved to California and I was like, all right, I'll cut it and, uh, uh, did it for Olive Garden of all things. And I only was there for like two weeks and then, the next job after that I got was my first, you know, career designer job, and they didn't care what my hair looked like. And I was like, ah, I should have held out, but whatever. So, the
1: reason I brought up Steve Carell is not because of his hair. Naturally. How old would you say he is? Uh, Mid 40s. So, so he didn't even make a hit till he was in his late 30s, I guess. I mean, yeah. It's. I mean, he came yeah. out of no. It seems like he came out of nowhere, but apparently he was doing something for 10, 12 years before he got.
0: Yeah, him and Stephen Colbert were uh, in the same Imtrob troupe. Um, oh. In uh, there, like mid to late twenties, and. Um, so yeah, uh, that's like fifteen years before before he gets to be part That's usually how these comedies things go. When it comes to like comedy, you you can kind of really. Comedy, thats the convenient thing. Comedy doesn't have like a uh, an expiration date, and in fact, you only get better as you get older to some degree.
1: Oh my God!
0: So it's like, for instance, Louis Black. I mean, Louis Black started doing comedy in his like uh, I want to say early forties, and he was a he was a playwright, and he ran a theater in New York, a very small little independent theater, and uh, then he sort of started doing comedy as a way to introduce the plays because he was the MC. So he would do a few minutes of comedy then introduce the play and then uh, just decided, you know what, I should just do comedy instead of writing plays for this small independent theater and nobody cares and all this different stuff. And um, he didn't really even start to get popular until The Daily Show and he was in his 50s.
1: All right, now, have you ever heard of Charlie Rose?
0: Yeah, yeah. He does interviews and stuff. Of course, I have the Charlie Rose, Charles Manson interview in my uh, in my. Uh, okay, well,
1: he playlist. he he was he's on every night on Bloomberg, and I I usually watch him because he has outstanding guests. Plus, he's a very good interviewer. Well, he had Steve Carell on tonight, and they were talking about a movie that Steve Carell just finished with. Oh, I knew I was going to forget the guy's name. He plays these really offbeat roles. He's kind of a... I could look it up if you
0: want. Uh, oh, man. Look up what? The, the move, the guy you're thinking of. You well, how
1: could you look him up when you don't know anything about... The, I well, it's mean, very easy to
0: look up Steve Carell and see the most recent movie and then start telling you names. Yeah, but
1: this is not a movie that's even finished or anything. It I doesn't, doesn't
0: matter. I could still find it uh was the guy's name? Crazy Stupid Love probably is the movie you're thinking. No, of? well, that's the new movie that's coming out. All right, so Seeking a Friend for the End of the World, perhaps. All right, who's in Crazy Stupid Love? Uh, let's see. Here. Ryan Gosling. Yeah, Ryan Gosling. He's All the right, that's who I'm trying think of. All right. I didn't so know he, he got he
1: he got Ryan Gosling to play in this movie because he wanted somebody who didn't have sort of a comedy background. Okay but was a good actor. Yeah. And so he and Gosling used to have these long conversations about, you know, acting and comedy and drama and all that. And what they came up with was just as it is with an actor, a drama actor, a comedy guy is funny if he's not trying to be funny. And I thought that was a pretty interesting thing. In other words, he was saying that, you have to just be you and just be totally honest with you with who you are and you know that that's going to make you funnier than if you're sort of manufacturing the funny
0: yeah
1: it's kind of interesting it it makes it sound more professional sounding you know well that's I like what,
0: that. that's what i'm saying about like what well, i was saying before about comedians is is how they're all kind of damaged is because it's sort of, um, it's almost like therapy in a sense. You, you find, uh, something that bothers you about yourself or your life or maybe life in general, something that really like just is on your mind a lot. And you, and you write a joke about it as sort of a way to cope. And then you bring it on stage to sort of be like, does anybody else, is anybody else bothered by this, you know, or that kind of thing? Or, um, you know, you laugh at it because it's sort of, a mild tragedy, let's say, to some one degree or another. Maybe not a full tragedy, but you know, a, a mild thing. You stub your toe, or you're out of, you pour a bowl of cereal, and you just realize you're out of milk, I and mean, you get all bummed because you were all excited about the cereal. You know, these kind of you know very very small little things are like ah, oh, and there's it, it sort of a comedy to that um, pain, if you will, or or offset, or setback, any kind of thing like that. So. Mm, um, well, uh, I think that comes want, from the honesty, is what I'm saying.
1: Yeah, that's probably that's probably it. I wanted to ask you something about your your devices that you use and what companies you have. You have Time Warner Cable.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: And Time Warner Internet. Yeah. And then who's your cell phone?
0: Uh, At and T. A T and T. Although I'm I'm tempted to switch to Verizon, uh, because they have an iPhone now. But and I've heard that the service is better, but at the same time AT and T is offering me this um what, what they call a micro cell, which is basically a very small cell tower in your apartment. You really? Yeah, you, know, you hook it up to your internet connection and it basically provides wireless signal in your apartment. Um and they, they used to cost like 200 bucks, but because I've been now, a customer. Now, is this for
1: the Internet or for the no, phone? No,
0: for my cell phone because yeah. it's terrible service. I mean, you've heard it when I walk around the apartment, you lose me. So um, they, uh, they now offer it for free for longtime customers, and I've been with them for over two years, so they're offering it for free. So I might just grab that. And uh, if that works, then I actually won't have that much of a problem with AT&T because that's pretty much my biggest well, I have, issue
1: i have a desperate problem because i have everything with them and it's it's overwhelming to see the what they do with my bill every month there's always a problem yeah yeah they add little things in there that i don't ask for and then i have to call them up i mean it's just mm. what i was actually thinking of doing is having three separate companies a cell phone company, an internet company, and a, and a cable company.
0: Okay. You think that would work? So you you're going to use you're going to continue using AT and T for cable. I assume that's what you mean.
1: Uh well, I don't know. I may x AT and T out of the whole thing at some point. I don't know that yet. Oh but,
0: well, it, I, would, I would I would highly look if you're going to change cable companies, get your connection, get your internet connection through your cable company, bar none. Because of the modem? Uh it's way, way faster. The service is better. Everything about it it's it's the best connection you'll ever have. Unbelievably fast.
1: The road runner, they call it.
0: Yeah, yeah. Way, way, way better. Way better. I mean I don't for know ex- how
1: mine could be any faster.
0: At my actually at my at my company at my workplace, uh, we had a dedicated line, with they call like a uh, I think we had a T3 or T1. I can't remember. I think it was a T3. We had a dedicated line straight to the phone company. And we added, you know, phone lines and we internet connection. And, you know, obviously we don't have a huge company. We're we're 20, 30 people maybe tops. Um, and uh, we always had connection problems. And finally, maybe about a month ago, they just said, all right, to hell with that. We're just going to go to – they actually went to Time Warner Cable for the business class thing and uh yeah. now it's uh it's about as fast as work as it is here at home it's a little slower because there's 30 people on there and here it's just me um but i was All surprised right, so, <clears> that even so let's they would say that.
1: i went so let's say i went with tom warner for my internet mm-hmm. then i got a deal with the cell phone uh and what's the other thing
0: your cable tv
1: well, you just said.
0: Oh, oh you said for your internet, the, so I didn't know. Uh, I so guess yeah, I that could, would just be the I two I guess companies. I could
1: use Time Warner for both of those. But if my cable, I, that, I don't have a lot of ch- choice for cable. It's either AT&T or Time Warner. Yeah. I don't have the Verizon option at this point. They, they're slowly moving across the Metroplex.
0: Now, what I liked about the AT&T uh verse thing, the number one feature for me at the time, was what you were talking about, where you can uh, all your devices are connected. So if you record something on your TV in the living room, you can watch it on TV in the bedroom, for instance. And yeah. At the time, I lived with two other people. So I had, you know, three you or four You can't TVs. do that with
1: the with the Time Warner stuff?
0: You can now, as of like three months ago. They just added that.
1: I don't you, need it. I'm going to live alone.
0: This, I don't really need you it. have
1: a, what, a DVR kind of thing that they supply?
0: Yeah, yeah. So they do that, and they they just added that feature that I was talking about, where you can watch it in any room. But I haven't upgraded to that because I don't need it really, and my TV in my bedroom is not would not take that signal anyway. It's too old to to accept that kind of signal. So, yeah, you know, when I upgrade all my TVs, then maybe I will. But I don't need it that much. But if that's something that you want, and that that to me is the big, for me the big thing of the U Verse, uh, then I'd I'd suggest going that route. Um, just yeah, but a, if
1: I a, can get the same thing with Time Warner.
0: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Is like I would suggest if you call Time Warner, ask them if that's available in your area. It should be because I mean, yeah, uh, again, they just started rolling it out like three or four months ago, and I, we're not a test market for Time Warner. I think New York is, but I could be wrong. So, well,
1: uh, I just uh, I would love to just X AT and T completely out of my life. That'd be real nice. <laughs> but uh, I mean you wouldn't I, mean, I don't even want to get into the
0: yeah yeah I understand you talked stuff, about it but I mean it's it's, it's one, just
1: yeah. uh, it's incredible how every month it's something else it seems like.
0: I can't I honestly can't even believe in it, and I'm not certainly not defending AT&T at any point but I remember in the last episode you had mentioned the, the troubles you had with your bill and I just thought like how could any company screw up that much <laughs> like that often yeah Um, that's so that that would drive me nuts as well so i'm definitely with you there Um, well for
1: instance for instance they decided for those people that bundle their bill meaning they have more than one of the services so that it gets all billed in the same bill Mm -hmm. which is me for people that bundle they decided that your cell phone is going to have to be paid a month in advance So you get a bill, and it's got two months of cell phone on it. What? Yeah. Ridiculous. I'm I'm telling you. Ridiculous. So I told him I I don't want to bundle anymore. Break up the bundle, I told him.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Now... Uh your home phone service. You also go through AT&T? I have AT&T, yeah. All right. Well, I know that Time Warner also provides home phone service. I have I cannot they do speak the, to the, the
1: digital phone thing.
0: Yeah, I can't speak to the quality of it cuz I've never I don't have any use for a home phone. I oh, haven't The had good one thing in about it is, a is you can
1: now. call long distance just like you do on your cell phone.
0: Ah, nice. Well, there you go. So that's a plus.
1: But I have no idea what it's like or you know, you're supposed to be able to use the same phone number
0: gotcha gotcha well I was gonna tell you I had a um I don't know if you've ever had this before i, I was having a conversation with a, another friend of mine about this earlier um earlier today right around uh two o'clock or so I got an email from my bank that said that uh, there was an unauthorized or there was suspicious activity rather on my card and I thought like I haven't used my card today and I was and i but meanwhile I had just gotten a uh Uh, a client had back paid me a bunch that they'd owed me for a long time. And so I was all excited. I can finally build my new computer that I wanted to build. And so I was actually going to about to buy, you know, $800 worth of stuff. And, um, I get this email. It's like suspicious activity. I was like, I didn't, I didn't even buy anything yet. And, uh, Uh. I, I go to check out my account online and, uh, there's a, there's a, 500 and, uh, 460 hundred and sixty dollar charge to Bebe Jeans, which is a women's jeans company uh, in downtown Los Angeles, and I was like, "That oh, wow, that was definitely definitely not me." And uh, so I call I call my bank, and and uh, as I'm calling them, they're calling me on the other line because that's what they do. They'll they'll send me an email, then they'll call me, then they'll text me. What bank is this? Bank of America. Okay. So they'll email, then call, then text me. So I got. That's the
1: Italian food. bank, by the way.
0: Oh, good. Um. So, so I'm calling them, and I and and as I call them, the automated prompt is like, well, "Here's the last three transactions we have on your account. Tell us if any of these are fraudulent." And the most recent one was a uh, $350 charge to Victoria's Secret, also in downtown LA. The one It at- sounds like a female. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> it sounded to me, because as it went through the charges, uh, and all three of them were fraudulent, uh, as it went through the charges, it sounded to me like a woman just hit downtown LA, like a mall or something, and just ran wild. And just in a hurried pace, because... And I keep telling my friends this. If you use your debit card a lot, like I do, your bank knows your... your uh, activity for instance sure. for the last year i've bought lunch in sherman oaks that's where i work so if you see a charge for 20 bucks at a restaurant in sherman oaks around noon or one o'clock on a weekday yeah that's me you know yeah uh, but if you see a 450 and fifty dollar charge at a women's <laughs> jeans store at two o'clock in downtown LA, that's definitely not my normal spending habit. And because I use my card so often, m- my bank immediately picks up on that and will shut stuff down. So actually, the two other charges didn't even go through. They were immediately declined on the spot because the bank will do that. It'll just freeze my card a moment it sees anything suspicious. Uh, and I thought that was interesting that it did that. And then I, so I'm all good. I got a new temporary card. They're sending me a permanent one by the end of the week. Um, I, I just had to call it. You know, you, people tomorrow. You, it's great. It, it
1: it actually it's actually surprising to me that not there's not more fraud because think of all the people that know that number on your card. I mean, every place you go, you know, grocery store or wherever you go, movie theater. Right. I mean, they're all going to have access to that card for some period of time.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, but, uh, it used to be, well, it used to be easier because they'd have the thing where they And slop- what about
1: you buying stuff online? I mean, exactly. they could sit around all day figuring out.
0: Well, they'd have to also have the little what's called the CVV number on the back. It's a little 3-digit number. Yeah, that's number. true. Although I have mine protected. Yeah, but
1: so- you give that to the person you buy stuff from.
0: Yeah, yeah, if you buy it So from, they uh, have it. If you buy it from somebody shady, which I usually don't, but also uh, I know I know enough about security online to know when I'm trusting, like who I'm trusting. I use third-party services whenever possible. I'll use PayPal or Google Checkout uh, or Amazon. Those are the three big ones that I'll use. How does PayPal work? Uh, very similarly, they have a, a relationship with the banks, and I have a PayPal account and a PayPal card. In fact, that that's linked directly to a bank account. So if I pay with PayPal, it's immediate. And uh, when people buy things from me, they pay through PayPal as well. And PayPal, so
1: if you were doing your first transaction with PayPal, you would have to fill out some kind of form or something?
0: Yeah, exactly. It, just the same as you would anywhere else, frankly. It's just that I've had a PayPal account for, I don't know, eight, nine years now, maybe longer. Yeah. And, and I mean, my my DVD that I sell online, I sell through PayPal. So people pay PayPal, and then PayPal pays me. So it works out well. Um, those are the ones I trust. and um, the other side is I also have what's called verified by Visa. So if I go through somebody's else's payment system and it's not one of those three, uh, it has to go through my bank first and then my bank will take over my like take over the transaction and say, "Hey, bank talking here." and it has a little picture that uh, I know is my bank, and I'm the only one that has that picture. And it shows that picture. And if I see that picture, then I type in my special code. And then it sends a gotcha. transaction through that nobody else can see. Because then the bank authorizes it, blah, blah. So nobody else could do that. Um, but these days, what somebody does is is they do this thing called card cloning. Because um, do you know what an RFID is? No. It's a uh, radio frequency identifications. Uh, and, it, and basically, uh, debit cards have them. Uh, Your U.S. passport has them. Apparently, driver's licenses will soon have them. And it's it's a little chip that's like inside of the card that sends out basically a radio signal. For what reason, I'm not 100% sure. But what these people do is they get what's called an RFID scanner. And somebody could have that and say sit in a restaurant. And anybody within a 10-foot radius of them, they can scan the cards, all the cards in your wallet that have an RFID chip or your passport. (laughs) They can scan them all and it can collect thousands of numbers and store them in a database and then they go and get plastic, you know, blanks and stamp the number and then they run it through a machine that then, you know, uh, makes it live. And they use that card. That's what the girl had in downtown LA was she had a cloned card of mine because I still have my physical card uh, but she had a cloned version of it and she was able to make purchases with it.
1: And, wow. Yeah. By that, the way, you know, talking about just, Sherman Oaks. hmm Marlon Brando supposedly shopped at Sher- Sherman Oaks Mall. Do you know where that is?
0: There's a Sherman Oaks Galleria.
1: Yeah, okay. Well, that's, that's where a, I work. Yeah, that's, that's the same I thing.
0: I work in a building that sits... The Galleria in- is a mall. It, if you call it that, I guess. It's, yeah, I mean, we got gallerias here. It's sort too, of I mean. like a strip mall with a... With a but there's there's shops at each side. It feels like a mall, I guess, but there's no roof. And I have a... I work in an office building that sits on top of the galleria.
1: Well, the Sherman Oaks uh, mall, which I went to a number of times because we used to go there when I was in L.A. doing that business with Lehman Brothers. And we used to go there trying to fine mall and brando you know we would go you know
0: was it was it an outdoor mall or was it was an indoor mall
1: no it was an indoor mall it was it was it was probably you know this is we're talking about uh 1983 oh, 84 okay, yeah. <laughs> i don't know so i mean it could be closed by now who knows it could have been but a it seems to... like it was sort of uh you know like just over the hill from hollywood type of thing
0: yeah yeah it takes me um if I, it takes me about um, thirteen minutes to get to work in the morning.
1: Yeah, that's what I mean. It seemed yeah. like it was pretty close to Hollywood. I mean, you you could kind of go right over into the valley, and there it was.
0: Yeah, it's not. It's not and very far uh, at the all. mall
1: was right there, off of. Uh, I'm trying to remember what highway.
0: Ventura off the 101.
1: Yeah, probably so.
0: That's what I take. I mean, I, I think probably the Galleria probably replaced that mall. That's what I'm thinking yeah that might be it i don't that know if it's sherman oaks mall but well,
1: we used to go i, I guarantee you we went 30 40 times to that mall. <laughs> you know we, we figure well i think i told you that we did see uh um uh, the, the one that died recently with the cancer um ryan o'neill's uh, girlfriend Uh oh, oh, what's I
0: don't know. Hey,
1: you know I, you know who i'm talking about jeez I probably do this, but i so bad. Farrah, uh, Farrah Fawcett. Oh,
0: okay, all right.
1: Okay. We saw Farrah Fawcett with some unknown woman. The woman was pushing a baby around, and Farrah Fawcett was with her with the sunglasses on and all.
0: Now it's funny you it's, mention uh, Ryan O'Neal. Uh He's have, a wreck. I have a. Uh, I have this thing that basically a friend of mine who's a uh, he's a video editor, and he knew this. I think it was a friend of his who knew a different guy. A number of people that went through. But there was this Canadian guy that they knew who was trying to make his own independent movie, indie film, if you will. But he wanted big Hollywood actors in it. But he didn't have a budget or anything like that. So he literally just stalked them, basically, with his camera, trying to get them to be in his film... Until they agreed. And I have two video clips of... I I, I I wish I could put them online and show the whole world because they're fascinating, but I'm never allowed to show anybody. Uh, but I have two video clips from that movie, like, uh, while it's in production... I don't think he'll ever make it, but two clips that he worked on. One of them is, is of Jack Nicholson. And uh it's this Canadian guy, and he's, like, on the phone, and he's acting like... His girlfriend's cheating on him with jack nicholson uh, or whatever character jack nicholson's supposed to play in this film and it's literally him on the phone and then it cuts to jack nicholson walking out of a restaurant with like eight security guards
1: (laughs) so this is an actual thing that jack nicholson was doing on in his private
0: life no like jack nicholson had no idea he was in this movie you no, what dare. I'm saying
1: is, he, oh yeah, yeah, he, he yeah. caught Jack Nicholson just in his everyday life. Exactly, because he lived next door to Marlon Brando. You know? Oh, I did not know that. Now, so this was. Yeah, live uh... Marlon Brando and his house are both up on Mulholland Drive.
0: Okay, so this was this was probably six years ago, and he was coming out of a restaurant, and the, <laughs> the shot is from about fifty feet away, and he just cuts. Scenes of Jack walking out of the restaurant towards his yeah. limo, with scenes of him on the phone talking about Jack Nicholson. Like I'm here, I see him, I'm gonna get that guy, and it, you know, it cuts to Jack Nicholson. It's very weird, but he did a he did get Ryan O'Neill to agree to do a scene somehow, and uh, I think at Ryan O'Neill's house, in fact, because it's in a very nice beach house, like a multi story beach house, and you could see the beach. Out the window. And um, it's this Canadian guy kind of talking to him, but they're never on screen at the same time. So, again, I think it was filmed at separate times. And it's Ryan O'Neill doing this pretty good uh, monologue, actually. He's kind of crying and everything else like that, talking about some long-lost love. And then it goes back to the Canadian guy also going, oh, yeah. Oh, had to be
1: talking about Farrah Fosses.
0: No, no, because he was, he was acting. Like, he was... Oh okay. The dialogue was terrible, but it was, you know, he was clearly talking they were supposed to be talking about the same girl and what she did to them. I don't know anything oh, okay, about the I movie. Think. I just have these two clips. Uh, so it was it's interesting uh, whenever I hear his name I think of of that clip that I have of him sort of acting for this this uh, indie gentleman and I I wish that either that movie got made or uh, that I could just get that whole collection of clips and, and sort of be like, and make a sort of documentary about him doing, I don't know. Just by itself, all those clips together would, would make you millions. I mean, it would be so fascinating to watch this, this insane Canadian guy try to make a film with huge Hollywood stars without really getting their permission or, or I guess getting their permission, but only for a minute and a half. Like yeah. The Ryan O'Neal clip is is little over a minute long. Jeez, and, you, and he looks really annoyed. Like I don't want to do this, but it's the only way to yeah. make this guy go away. Uh, sorry, it's a <laughs> it's a very weird side note, but I thought it was kind of uh, yeah.
1: Well, Ryan O'Neill is he's kind of a mess right now. Yeah, I don't know what's going on with him, but he seems like he's he's in a daze or something. Yeah, I saw an interview with him with uh, that guy, uh, the new guy on CNN, the British guy, Pierpoint or something. What's his name? Piers, Pierpoint Piers Morgan. Mar-
0: Piers, Morgan? Huh? Piers Morgan. Yeah, that's him. Okay. His I name is he was Pierpoint, isn't it? I don't know. I've always known it. Well, maybe that's the name of the segment he does. I don't, I don't know. know. Piers Morgan, the only real name... I mean, I know Piers Morgan's name, but I only heard it recently because of... uh, uh, Do you know who Jeremy Clarkson is? You ever watch BBC?
1: Yeah, I watch BBC once in a while.
0: You ever watch Top Gear?
1: A couple of times, yeah.
0: Jeremy Clarkson's the really tall, older British guy. Oh, okay. And apparently, Piers Morgan had... um, published a number of reports about Jeremy mcclarkson cheating on his wife and jeremy clarkson uh, and Piers morgan were at a party and jeremy clarkson just decked him <laughs> so well he
1: came he was in the news recently uh, to do with uh that redheaded girl that's involved with the murdoch thing and all that yeah yeah he was in that too because he, he, he used to he used to be the the head person at that newspaper what Was it called news of the world yeah, that went out yeah. of business. Yeah, that's where he came from. He was the editor or whatever. Yeah, but uh, yeah, he's uh, yeah. I, got I don't the really impression that he was. I don't big really like uh, him, but he's an interesting interviewer. Yeah, yeah but I got real, the impression he was
0: all tabloid kind of stuff, just from you know the Jeremy Clarkson thing, the News of the World, yeah. et, cetera, et cetera. So yeah, I don't much care for it either.
1: Now um, you know I'll tell you about the movie, which I'm sure you ran out of immediately and got the Michael Rook or Michael. Mickey, uh
0: oh, Mickey yeah, Rose. no,
1: I, am sure you went. And you've already watched it. I'm sure.
0: Didn't know. I have thing.
1: another movie, and this movie is a f- very recent movie, and I can't believe I had never heard of it before. It was on Cinemax this weekend, which has probably been on Cinemax forever, and I just never noticed it. It's called The American,
0: hmm. and it's
1: got George Clooney playing a hitman. Weird. And I'm telling you, it was really good. All filmed in Italy, and I mean, it was, oh, I can't believe I had never heard of this movie. It was
0: just really good. Yeah, I was going to say, I've never even heard of that being made. Wow. George is a
1: hitman. Uh, the American, is called.
0: Huh. Uh, it's on Cinemax, though?
1: Yeah, it's on Cinemax, and yeah, uh, it's not Cinemax. You know, Cinemax has... Yeah, yeah. Whatever it is, seven, eight different things. Yeah, yeah. But it was one of the Cinemax channels. I saw it. It's on demand too. It's in the on demand. If like, if you have Cinemax on demand, you can go on. You don't have that. Yeah,
0: no. I've only got Showtime and HBO. I didn't. I didn't go for Stars or Cinemax or all those or TMC or uh, There's a couple other different ones. There's a lot of those movie channels. I, I didn't. On four. Yeah. I pretty much went for Showtime at HBO because they have original programming. I didn't care about the movies. Yeah, I,
1: I'm the same way. In yeah. fact, I'm getting ready to change. I'm ready to change my whole situation when it comes to cable, movies, my my phone, my internet. I'm getting ready to make just major change. It's gonna be a you big. You
0: ought to gig- see. Uh, you ought to bring your geeky neighbor over, and uh, and see if. And and say uh, say hey, I bought this new Sony TV. You think I could get Netflix on it? I think you'd like the Netflix.
1: I want to. I don't want to get. I think Netflix is in deep trouble. By the way, why? Financially, they're going to have problems.
0: They're doing just well, fine because
1: the competition is getting ready to get hot and heavy.
0: Yeah, but uh, they've—I mean—they've got so many subscribers, not just the DVDs, but also the on-demand. Yeah, but they've got a a bigger
1: selection. All those different companies—I don't think
0: there's not that many. There's really like—I mean, the only two that are like really on-demand kind of services. I mean, you could kind of say Apple, but Apple is a pay-per-use. But the only two that are doing anything like Netflix is Netflix and Hulu are the only two that are doing anything similar. And Hulu is pretty much for TV. They don't really have a lot of movies. They have pretty much TV. And frankly, you can watch Hulu for free. So they're not making money. I just, have a,
1: I just have a sense of, from a business standpoint, following companies and their stock and so forth. If you, about Hulu. Up, if you study up the balance sheet and you look at the... the uh, statements on netflix i mean they just they owe a lot of money they're they 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 they're not making money yeah. you think there's a lot of high tech companies like that
0: they oh absolutely in other
1: words yeah. they base their whole business on growth yeah it's like you're not supposed to pay attention to the fact that they're losing trillions of dollars or whatever it's because they're growing that's what makes them right right but you know what's funny? Apple at three hundred and eighty nine dollars or whatever they are yeah. <laughs> is actually a good buy.
0: It doesn't it surprise is. me.
1: Mm. Apple Apple is a very unusual company when it comes to financial. I mean, they yeah. have they make tremendous profit. Yeah. Not only do they make tremendous sales, but they make a lot of profit.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And that's what sells. That's why the stock price is as big as it is, because that's what that's what big time investors buy is profit. They don't buy growth and all that other stuff. They buy yeah. profit, earnings, as they say. Yeah. Well, Apple is like genius at making money. I mean, it's unbelievable.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, they figured out. A, I mean, they they did a good thing. It's interesting with the with the app store. Well, they have two app stores now. Really, they have the one for Macs and the one for iPhones. But um. It's interesting because when the iPhone launched, they were basically telling everybody there are no apps. You you have what comes with the phone, and Apple released the apps for you. And if you want to make something that works in an iPhone, put it in a web browser. That was that was their their stance from the get go. And um, then this whole hacker community kind of sprung up, going, "Wait, this is a computer in my hand. I'm going to build programs for it. I don't care what Apple says." And they hacked the phone. And so many people were doing that that Apple was like, all right, fine. We'll let people build programs for the phone. Just give us a few months or whatever. Give us a year, I think it took. And then they released the App Store. It was like, all right, now all those programs you built, we have a place that you can sell them. And you're going to give us a cut of every 30% is the cut across the line, no matter how much you spend or how much you whatever. 30% if it's a paid app or you can do a free app and we won't take anything. Um, as soon as money changes hands through Apple, you give them 30%. And you can even do in-app purchases. So you could get a free application, and then inside of the application, it's like, hey, you want more features? Pay two bucks. And that's sort of like buying another app. So Apple take 30% of that. And uh, at the time, it was actually, nothing yeah, like that. Yeah, that's genius. That, that's Absolutely. genius right there. And then now they have the, uh, you know, they have the bookstore on there. So they're competing. So with the Amazon. app, the
1: app, uh, the people that make these apps can make a lot of money just by having an app on the app store, huh?
0: Oh, millions! There's been countless millionaires made. You know what I love yeah. is a
1: company that tried to use the term app store. Did you read about that?
0: There's a lot of those. Yeah,
1: I think it was like a Chinese company or something. Apple sued their brains out and won the lawsuit.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
1: They yeah. won like thirty million dollars or something off of these people for using the term Apple,
0: App Store. Oh, I thought they just had an injunction that was like, "Look, you can't actually open your App Store because they hadn't launched it yet." But I, I maybe I maybe I got that wrong. But uh,
1: well, I, I know there was a there was a financial. This wasn't the first one they sued. Now. But there was some kind of financial settlement, and it seemed like it was something like $30 million. I mean, it was like a big chunk of change. Of course, $30 million to Apple is not... Yeah. You know, they don't jump they, up and down. They have a
0: ridiculous amount of just free cash just chilling there. So yeah,
1: Absolutely.
0: And uh, well, there's, yeah, but, the, there's the yeah. Android Marketplace is what they call the uh, the one for Android phones. Is they call it the Android Marketplace, I believe. And then Amazon has what they call the Kindle Store because they just sell books. Yeah. Um, so it goes on your Kindle. So they have the Kindle store and then there's the Amazon or the the Android marketplace. And uh I've heard the Amazon one's actually very nice, but I haven't heard good things about the Android marketplace. And uh What does that do? Yeah, it's they're, they're both the same kind of thing as Apple. You buy applications or well, in case of Amazon, you're buying books really. You're ba- buying e-books. So they're just text files, yeah, but basically. But they can't
1: call it the App
0: Store. No, but it doesn't. I mean, I'm just saying it's the same kind of idea where you're buying something with your device that's downloaded to your device.
1: Well, my point is that you know? Apple is unbelievable to have coined the frame phrase <laughs> App Store. That's my point. I mean, that's yeah, such yeah. a simple thing, you know. It's I mean, it's like yeah, it just blows me away the way they do things. They just really. Uh,
0: and they have, uh, and Windows has uh, the Windows, uh, the Windows Phone Seven. They have uh, the WP Seven Marketplace. I think it's, it's a Windows Phone Seven Marketplace, something like that, or maybe it's just. Well, how Windows about Phone coming out with the iPad? I mean, same thing. It uses the App Store. It uses the same well, apps.
1: Well, I'm over at, when I'm at Sheila's house. Kelly and Sheila both. That's they on the app. They on their iPad all day long. I mean, that's what they use. It's like <laughs> yeah, iPad yeah. City around there. Yeah. And uh it's just uh it looks I'd, like I'd probably do really, the same.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It looks like a really handy thing, you know.
0: I actually kinda wanna get one now for um for the use on my other podcast because it would be it sort of save me a lot of trouble versus using my laptop as I currently do. Yeah. Um but I I mean I have a, a number of upgrades. There's, there's what not, is the
1: biggest know. what is the biggest difference between a laptop and an iPad? <clears throat> um
0: well, let's see. I'm trying to think is it of
1: it storage? Yeah,
0: I mean, I get. Yeah, there's like an actual file system on a laptop. You know, if you want to, you know, save files and stuff like that, and use them across different applications. There's sort of a unified file system at a laptop. I would say, for honestly, the reason why the app, iPad's doing so well is because I think that. So many people are realizing with their home computer that they don't do a whole lot with it other than browse the Internet, you know, check their email, uh, use Skype as we're doing now. Um, You know, those are your basic things. Play a few games maybe, check your, you know, it's it's a function, like you're functionally doing things. Um, And you can put all that on the iPad. I mean, iPad has Skype, it has email galore. Uh, you have a web browser and you have applications to do all all number of things. Today I was looking at uh, this's been out for a while, but this thing called the GL1 and it's a it's a hundred dollar cord that connects your iPhone or iPad directly into the what's called an ODB2 port in your car. It's underneath the dashboard and it plugs in and it gets into your car's computer. And when you get the check engine light, for instance, it can tell you exactly what that check engine light means, what you're supposed to be doing, what the problem is. And you can actually reset the check engine light if you want to. Or you can um you can leave it in there and drive. So it that's around.
1: like what the mechanic actually has, I guess. Exactly.
0: Hmm? Exactly. It's a software version of what the mechanic uses that they'll charge you five hundred bucks to do. Jeez. And if you leave it connected in there and say, you know, go for a drive for Two hours, three hours. Let's say even a cross-country trip. The whole time, it's gathering stats on on your mileage, uh, your miles per gallon, your uh, your uh, uh, emissions. Everything that that your car's computer keeps track of is downloaded into the phone, and then you can look at it later and go, "Oh, you know, this is uh, this is a problem, or I should probably change my oil, or the engine gets a little too hot if I go over seventy or whatever." And you can check all these stats and again it's yeah. it the application is free it's just the cord which is 100 bucks and and you're good and uh it's stuff <laughs> like that like you know there's all these different functions and basically i think that's what it's coming to is that people are realizing like well i don't do much with my laptop other than browse the internet check my email you know chat with friends whatever and uh when you're using a laptop, a lot of times there's been, you know, issues of security or uh, it crashes on you or like you get error message come up, you know, oh, there's been an Internet connection problem or whatever. And the iPad does away with all of that it makes it super, super simple. Everything's very, very stripped down to its basics to where you get everything through Apple and Apple has already said everything on the App Store. Apple has said we've checked this and there's absolutely no viruses. There's no chance for virus. There's no way it can infect your device. There's no way it can break your device. You are absolutely safe to use this. We have vetted it. We've looked through every line of code. We've tested it. There's no problems with it whatsoever. It will not hurt your device in any way. So you download it. You know it's safe. You can use it. It won't break anything. And it's like... You
1: know, uh, you've got to wonder what goes on in the boardroom at Microsoft when somebody talks and says, okay... (laughs) apple invented the iphone and the ipad what do we have on the table here let's see what we're gonna do
0: you know what i mean it's like they're light
1: years behind or something
0: well that's the problem i was say what what happened with microsoft is they're so obsessed with windows as as both as both a brand name slash trademark and as a um as a as a technology and so they were they were pretty early on with the smartphones. They had Windows phones, but they were literally Windows on a phone. They had a start menu and you had to use a stylus and they had, you know, error messages and they had all these different things and you could install me applications. Using a stylus
1: would have lost me right there. I can't stand anything <laughs> with a stylus.
0: Yeah. Uh, and then they, uh, and then they. That's they're so complicated, this stuff. Their big thing for a while there was this thing called a netbook. That was a big deal for Microsoft for like three, four years and nobody bought them. But the netbook was supposed to be. I never like, heard of it. It's supposed to be like a miniature laptop. They'd have a six inch screen. Effectively, it's what the iPad replaced. It was a netbook, but it was a, it ran Windows. It ran exactly as you'd, and it's like Windows on a smaller screen is, doesn't, it doesn't make it a good idea. It's just Windows on a smaller screen. Like if yeah. you want to build something for a different device, you need to build a new system for it. And that's yeah. what Apple figured out with the iPhone. And then when they made the iPad, they pretty much just scaled up the iPhone and said like, well, just make it a little larger iPhone because it's the same exact device. Um, it's just not a cell phone. But it's the same thing. It's a touch screen, it's got applications and all that. So it was very easy for them. And that's when Windows did uh, Microsoft did Windows Phone seven. They went through three different operating systems in a period of three years for phones, and they finally have landed on Windows Phone seven. And they haven't made a tablet yet. They're working on one right now. Yeah, but,
1: but I mean is anybody buying know? this Microsoft phone?
0: Uh very small numbers. Very, very, very I don't small even numbers.
1: know anybody that even talks about Microsoft yeah. phones.
0: I I haven't seen one in real life, I'll be honest. Um I haven't <laughs> seen one. I have not seen one in anybody's hand or in a store, nothing. Um black. You see what they was, you know, what the know. stock
1: analysts are looking at with Apple is they're looking at three billion Chinese that don't have iPhones yet. <laughs> <laughs> They're getting there. That's what they. That's what they're looking at. I mean, yeah. you know, I mean, it's an. It's just, that's a huge number. Yeah, yeah. And you say, well, let's see. They only get twenty percent of that market. Let's say, well, uh, that would be six hundred million people.
0: <laughs> right, right, exactly, exactly. <laughs> well, it's funny because when like, I was talking about this before, I was saying I, I can't believe that Microsoft hasn't sort of demoted Steve Ballmer. Is when the iPhone was first. Um, Unveiled, if you will, not released, but it was unveiled. It's kind of rare for Apple to ever do a whole big show and say, here's this new product we have, but it's not out yet. It's pretty rare for them to do that. They usually only bring something out if it's actually ready to buy. And they brought out, they they unveiled the iPhone about three months before it was actually released. And when they unveiled it, Steve Ballmer said, uh, I'll see if I can get the quote exact, but he said, It's a toy. No serious business user would ever want to touch that thing the smartphone space is all about businesses i'll eat my hat if they can manage to get even one percent of the marketplace while uh you know three four years later they're at 70 percent of the marketplace like, and Microsoft is at the you know five percent mark. And well, just, I
1: remember you know. that. I remember a Microsoft guy it wasn't Pete bomber, but he was on uh, Fox News one night back when that was first starting, and he made a bunch of those stupid remarks about. He said, for one thing, nobody's going to spend two or three hundred dollars on a phone.
0: Right. Yeah. There's <laughs> a line out the door around
1: the corner.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then they dropped. The, they actually, when it first was released, it wasn't subsidized, so it was. Like, if you bought an iPhone day one, the top of the line iPhone was something like $700, 800 It was really pricey. Jeez. And, uh, you know, your, your entry level was $400. So that was a big issue. But then six months later, they subsidized it through AT&T and were able to bring them down to, you know, $300. And when they did that, the the early adopters got all angry, so Apple gave them a credit, gave them Apple Store credit. It was like, all right, okay. we're sorry. And they gave them, a you know... Gave him each like, uh, like two hundred bucks or something, Um, which is, you know, I gotta say that that was a really make good offer there because they didn't. There's no obligation to do that. You you wanted to pay hundred dollars for a phone. I mean, you know, how did you not know it was going to go down in price? They're They're,
1: unlike anything in American business today. They really are. They're just totally different. Yeah, they're now. The question uh, is, is Jobs going to live? He looks
0: dead to me. Uh, I will say it scares me because his 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 figure over the last few years is looking oh. more and more like what mom's did prior to her cuz I remember you know seeing mom Well, he must
1: mom, have cancer, huh? I mean he's got to be what he's got.
0: They yeah, yeah, he does, he does. Um but he went through a bunch of treatments but what I'm saying is I can remember seeing mom one year and then during the year she all of a sudden uh you know, remissed or whatever it is uh, where she went back she had to she had to go back for all these different you know chemo and things like that yeah. and seeing her even during when she hadn't even really started that much treatment she she'd only kind of done basic stuff and done the pills and stuff and she was looking very frail and everything and that's how steve jobs looks now um yeah he really does he doesn't look good at all but i mean you know it's the kind of thing where the people the top Executives that would replace Steve, Steve Jobs have been with Apple for fifteen years, you know, or more. So, well, apparently, it's not hurting his brain. No, certainly <laughs> not. No, but uh, he has delegated things out to different people. They're not quite as charismatic and such, but you know, he's gotten better delegated. And I and I think that the culture at Apple. I think that um, knock on wood, when he when he passes the culture at Apple. I don't think will change that much. I think that they've gotten such a, not only a head start, but like a, a, a blueprint on here's why we do things this way. Here's how we do things. The the number one thing I think for Apple uh, that makes them unique above all else is that Steve Jobs is uh, very interested in details and user experience in, in, a, in a, an obsessive, obsessive way. And I think that's the problem with a lot of companies, certainly ones I've worked for. And certainly when you look around at different things, they, they do this thing where they remove the, the person with the passion for something and the ability to get it done. They remove him from the people who are doing it through so many levels of middle management that by the time it plays the phone game on down, um, you got nothing. And it and it gets that's what happened at Microsoft. That's that's just you can't delegate something through forty different lines of communication. And expect it to come out the way that you expected. Um, uh, Google has the convenience of uh, what they call the twenty percent time, where they require employees to spend twenty percent of their time working on personal projects, and that's how almost everything Google does right now. Has come to be Google Maps, uh, Android, uh, uh, Google email, uh, the new Google Plus social network. All these all these various products that Google has, almost all of them have come out of an employee going, you know what would be great? And then just yeah. doing it. And then when they have like a product together where they go, you know, I really like the way this looks. They go to the the head of the company and say, here's my project. And they sit down and say, here's how it works. Here's what I've coded so far. Here's my vision for it. And the head of the company either goes, eh, or goes, yeah, let's try it out. And they launch beta versions where it's like, you know, let's see how this works with the consumers. Let's see how the customers like this product. And if customers like it, it takes off, like Google email, Google Maps, things like that. And if they don't like it, uh, a lot of times that that, uh, employee, if they're really passionate about it, they go, well, you know what? I'm going to take the millions I made from Google, start my own company with this idea. And there's been 20 30 companies that started up that way too so i think that's a very healthy culture as well i think uh you know google and apple are kind of different uh environments but i think that they have kind of a they're the strong companies as far as like where yeah. you can go for a solid tech idea sorry i'm geeking they definitely out are.
1: <laughs> well i'm i'm getting i gotta get my knocking off time here
0: yeah yeah i see that
1: 20 minutes to nine
0: yeah you got a game to i'll watch. start
1: yawning at any minute
0: no, oh, you're not watching a game. I have
1: tonight. to catch the uh, second half of the Ranger game.
0: Mm, I understand.
1: My Rangers won last night a, a baseball game. Now twenty-four
0: to six. Wow! I know who the Rangers are,
1: but wow! Last year they won a game thirty-one to two.
0: Jesus! I didn't even they, know. I didn't even know they, scores could get that high in baseball. When they that? can hit the
1: ball, but they just have a problem with the pitching. Wow, they made it to the World Series last year, so that was big news.
0: Yeah.
1: All right. That's well, so I got to roll. All
0: right, Dad. Take care.
1: I've and enjoyed it, and uh, we'll do it again.
0: All right. I'll, I'll like, see you next week. Yeah, I'm
1: going to email you right now that uh, uh, Kelly address.
0: Okay, please do. Thanks. All right. All right, love you, Dad. Talk to you yeah, next week.
1: Bye. All right, good night.